Another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. Moonlight, spotlight. I don't even really want a spotlight, but it really put me in the limelight. Not around and then I want a spotlight, and I got that new pipe. What I wanna do with this new pipe? Got a desert eagle and it's Fortnite. Play it like it's Fortnite. Yeah. Why you can't just let me intro? Damn, a little thirty-second intro to get the people. If it were, if it was an exciting intro, if it was an exciting intro, I would leave it. But it's always like the most like. <laughs> this is Colin Cowherd, and you're listening to the herd. Like it's the nah, most professional, basic intro every time. Niggas gonna think they're listening to a commercial. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, fuck me and my intros. I guess next. There week, we go. That's exactly what I'm gonna edit it. That's so how this episode gonna start. Hopefully, hopefully the next fucking. <laughs> um, my next intro make it since my intros are apparently bad. You know why we nah, here? You're not. You're you not about to here. get a post intro off. You're not about to get a post exactly. intro off. <laughs> we got OVO um, Chance. I'm not going to OVO Chance. OVO Vance. OVO Chance. OVO Vance. You guys defend your man. Why you? Why you say I'm OVO? You know you're OVO. I, don't make me explain why you're OVO. I did open. I did open the Zoom call. You were listening to that Drake track. Um. All right. Drake dropped two singles this week. We got Grease. Um. As well let me as let me let me introduce the charges against Drake before you even before you DJ start caping. Let me introduce the charges. Do it, do it. Drake is alleged with stealing flows, particularly from Valet, on the track "Pop Star," as well as the song being made. How do you plead OVO Chance? <laughs> well, I don't know anything about the flow stealing because I don't even know who Valet is. Uh, I don't, I don't um, not agree with it, or I guess I could say. It wouldn't surprise me if that was true. But Pop Star was kind of like very mid track. Um, and honestly, a DJ Khaled Drake um, collab in 2020, I expected both of them to be mid, especially since on their last outing, which was what was that from like 2017, 2018? For free was kind of hard. No, for it wasn't, free, it for, for, for free, free. It wasn't for, for free. free was the only good it one. It was like the, everything. It wasn't for free. It was the other one. There was um, another one where he kept man. talking about did the Drake vocals come in yet, and they were horrible. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm about to I'm about to find out right now. It was fucking <laughs> scrubbed. It was to the max. Oh yeah, up to the, yeah. That was song was trash. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was one of the worst um, Drake songs probably ever. But um, I guess they were like one for two point seven five for two. I thought Grease was a cool track. I enjoyed it. I didn't ask you about Grease. I asked you about Popstar. Baby voice, which you pleaded guilty to. Popstar. Uh, I, I'm, I am going to say it's guilty. It's guilty of being mid. Uh, I don't know about the, the flow still. I know you have to talk to the expert. Over your Vance. Mr. Vance. Did Drake still <laughs> valet's flow on Popstar? You are actually a fan of valet, so you would know. I know. I'm really I'm really a valet stan. Um, shout out good music. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's too much of a bite. Um, I don't think it's too much of a bite, so I'm not really ashamed. I'm not really upset with Drake. Um, he also <laughs> did that weird upset. shit. I mean, he also did that weird shit on the verse where like he kept pronouncing things weird, like the whole like my girl thing. Like that was cool. So like I could tell he was kind of trying to change it up a little bit. Um, I'll say Drake's not guilty on charges of stealing flows from Valet. Now Greece, Greece is a different story. For those who don't know, on Greece, Drake is charged with stealing the weekend's flows, particularly 2016 Starboy era, the weekend. Vance is trying to cop um, a plea already. 
before admitting guilt. I I don't even know if there's too much too much of a plea, but I, I think he's guilty. Um, to be fair, I did hear a reference of Greece that was like hella old and it had German lyrics on it, but it sounded fairly similar. So, like, it sounds like Drake kind of just hopped on the track, um, the same melody or whatever, and then just kind of threw his own lyrics over it. So I don't really say that he was biting Weekend too much. I feel like Drake didn't even really want this to come out. I feel like it sounded like a reference to me. And then Khaled, he just gave it to Khaled basically and said, have this, and then they put it out. But the shit's fire, so I don't even care if he's... What song in particular do you think that this is a bite off from Starboy? I don't think... I think it's just the voice, like the way the way that he's pronouncing. Yeah, it does. I ain't gonna lie, though. It does feel like... This does feel like Weekend could have made this track. Like, this sound like this would have fit in snugly on Starboy. Even, like, even now... Like, this sound like it could fit on, like, a weekend project. So, I would have to say guilty, man. Um, but do we blame Drake? I don't know. Guilty. I ain't going to say it's proven, but it's guilty. Like, if I have to lean one way or the other, <laughs> how is that, I'm going to say how guilty. How does that work? It's not pr- I mean, because the jury can never prove anything. They just got to go with whoever present the best case. And it does sound like it could have been some Starboy shit. So All right. That was another Drake um, track. Uh, this one's not on. This one has no charges, but it was an interesting track. It was a freestyle with one advances, you know, across the sea, lads. Utes. <laughs> my bruvs. One of my bruvs. Uh, how we feel about this? He took shots at Pusha. Chance, are you outraged at Drake for continuing this beef that no one cares about? I ain't even fucking listened to the song, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I did not listen to the song. But but to speak on that, I'm over this this Drake Pusha T beef kind of period. So, and it just it just hit harder for Pusha T because it feel like. Pusha T has very little to talk about, right? <laughs> so, like, at least Drake, like, he'll sprinkle in a little bars, but, like, the song not really about that. It always feels like every time Pusha T is dissing Drake, like, that was his primary objective. It feels like that's what the whole song was leading up to. You feel me? So that's, that's, that's like, my critique of Pusha T. I don't even but know how you managed to him. critique Pusha T based off the question I gave you. <laughs> I don't know how you managed to listen, listen, Pusha listen. <laughs> Listen though, we did get Pusha T on that joy on that joy little EP that we'll talk about later, and he came through and I fucked with him. I think he had some Drake a little few Drake subs on there, and I was cool with it, right? But I don't know. You already know how I feel. I'm just I'm, I'm over the beef. All right, based off the three Drake new songs we got, what are our expectations for the album? He added a new language. He added a new flow. And he like redid a flow, as Chance said. He's done Pop Star ten times, so he's mastered that one. What's our expectations for the album now? I have high expectations. Like I said earlier in our little pre-production, or whatever. Um, I feel like Drake is giving Khaled the mid. You vouched and said he's also everybody's giving Khaled the mid. So I think this is just like part of the rollout. Uh, I think it's I feel like it's been a part of Drake's rollout ever since like he dropped that No Shopping track. Um, or I'm so smacked. That was with French Montana, not Khaled. But I feel like he dropped, um, was it maybe For Free that he dropped before Views? Um, or maybe before More Life? But I feel like this hasn't been a new thing in terms of Drake using Khaled for a rollout. Um, so I'm excited for the album because I think Not Around's going to be on there. I think that uh, Jesse Reyes track is going to be on there, Vital. So um, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. I, tr- I, have tr- I, tr- I trust Drake. Honestly, man, 
besides maybe like the the full on just balls to the wall UK shit. I don't really care what sound or flavor Drake is about to give on this project because I honestly don't know. As long as it's consistent. So, like, I've been bagging on Drake these last few projects off the strength of do projects just be wildly just inconsistent and all over the place. Like, we all know the Tusi slides of the world and the fucking um, Ratchet Happy Birthdays. Like, those don't belong on albums, but Drake just always seems to sneak two or three of just just abysmal tracks on his project so as long as we don't get that i think i'll be satisfied i just want consistency and hopefully some good music like i said i don't want to see pop star not even a song specifically but i don't need to see drake do this flow again like i don't just need another like empty meaningless drake song of him doing some shit that he's already done before i want some new flavors i want some new sounds so as long as we get that i think we'll be happy but dude is a wild card Ain't no telling what we That's exactly how I felt after all these releases. It's just like that people kept making the um Drake Thanos comparison all week because he added the um like Arabic bars or whatever. It's like Drake can pick any language he wants to like drop in the middle of some random shit. He can pick any random as flow. And then the cat was whack though. <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't I didn't understand what he said, so I can't really kill it. It just be corny, like it's it so just forced. Be so, it's so forced. At this so point, forced. at this point, it's like <laughs> When he was doing like the UK shit, like when he first started doing it, the island vibes, like I could go with it because like if you if you know anything about Toronto, you know, like that, like that's there's a lot of those flavors and there's a lot of that culture over there that obviously he has grown up with. Like if you look at any of his friends, they are from different parts of the world who, who reflect these, I guess, personas or fucking cultural appropriation interpolations that Drake does. What? On, on <laughs> what are you cultural trying to get off? appropriation <laughs> interpolations. <laughs> but I'm saying like when, when he comes and does this shit, hopefully we cut this because we've been talking about this nigga for a while, but I just don't want him to do that force shit. Like just keep the force shit. Like just do you, Drake. Like I don't know why he feels the need to just drastically just switch up and like change up the formula. For no reason. Like, just give us another take care. That's it. Give us another nothing was the same. It's not that hard. Like, just give it to us. It's pretty well. You're in the studio? You're so. in the studio recording? <laughs> I don't know, bro. He could. I think he could. I'm not saying I... It's just, it's like the weekend syndrome, but even worse for Drake. Like, the weekend went astray on Starboy and everybody was mad, but Drake has been going astray for far too long now. I don't think artists should keep giving you the like, same thing. I, I think Drake mastered the albums. He I don't already, need he mastered the exact those sounds same thing. Already. At least he's, I mean, he's appropriate okay, in culture, so that's, that's fair, why. But, but look, at least he's like trying different just things. Just give me, when you look at Scorpion, right? Fuck, bro, I don't want to talk about this no more. We done, because you're going to cut this anyway. That's I didn't it. want to keep it on Drake. I wanted to keep it on like artists trying different sounds for different albums, which gets us into logic and how that fucked I'm over cool his career. I'm cool with that. Listen. I'm cool with the trying. So you want refined, but you want refined. I'm fine with that. I just want it to be exactly. If If you're gonna do it, keep it consistent. Keep it refined. Like make it have purpose, like substance. Like I don't want you just doing a British UK fucking like flow for sake of. You feel me? Like I don't. I don't want that. I think I can agree. Like I don't want. I don't. I don't want Drake to to make songs with the purpose of them becoming hits because Drake is gonna make a hit regardless. Like, just make songs that are consistently good with substance. Like, I don't want to see any more forced hits. That's what I'm against at this point, forced hits. Because Drake don't need it, in my opinion. But 
that's 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 my last words on that subject. Logic retired. Um, yeah, who cares? I care. <laughs> I think our biracial fans care. Biracial kids across the world care. I don't think they you care. Think that half much. of our black fans. No, half I'm actually, of our black I'm fans. Like, care. I, I was joking. I was joking, but I was serious. People really care about logic. Logic has been unlistenable since what? That third. That since third, he made the maybe suicide hotline third project. So. And he sold his soul for that song. Man, f- yeah, fuck that Suicide Hotline song. All right, assholes. No, that was a terrible song. Do you remember the number at least? 1-800-something, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember. What do, you, what do you have to say about this retirement, Taj? Do you think it's, do you think it's uh, comparable to... Um, do you think he gets a... Uh, what's it called? A, what is it called? An exit tour? When... Just like, All the basketball players. This ain't no, no Andrew this Luck. Not, this, this ain't no Andrew they, Luck. This is not his D-Wade. You think last. he gets a farewell tour? He doesn't no, get a farewell, farewell tour. farewell tour. No. He's been pushed out the door. Tomatoes. This is, like, on stage. this is like Vince Carter. This isn't even Vince Carter. No, not even. This is not even Vince Carter. This is just like... It's like Andrew like, Bynum. He just he got tossed out the door. No he could have just stopped making music. I don't think nobody would have noticed. The fact that he made a whole retirement feel or speech... Or like coming out party was completely unnecessary. I actually saw it coming. He should have never broke up with his, his wife. His last album, all right. That's where he went man, wrong. Family man chance. <laughs> last album, it was like so bad. Like I actually titled my review, "Please Retire Logic." So I he can listened. actually, I saw Thank it you, coming. Tosh. Like yeah, you Everybody could tell his last Tosh. review, he had like his last album, he had nothing else to say. Like all his bars were about being biracial, or was like trying to make some poppy hit. <laughs> it was like, all right, bro, you have nothing left to talk about. Just give it up. And that sounds like what he's doing. Um, I remember people. Dude had a good run, though, man. I'm I'm not gonna uh, let you cape like that. He that. didn't have a good. He didn't have a. He didn't have a good run. <laughs> he started hot. He had. A, I'm saying he had he a good run. He had. He had eyes he on. He started him. hot. He had eyes no, he on had. Him. He started hot, and then he just crumbled. Um, but I think it's interesting. Did you see he signed the? Uh, he signed a deal with Twitch. For yeah, he's they said it was like a, a multi release party, a multi million deer. Oh, he's dropping an album on Twitch? Oh, no. He's, like, starting the deal off on um, Thursday night. He's hosting an album release party on Twitch. So, oh, because oh, he's dropping, like, his last album or whatever? Yeah. So what the fuck is Logic about to do on Twitch? But that's where his... I feel like that's where most of yeah, his Yeah, Twitch got the weird niggas. Anyway Logic is the king of them, so... <laughs> you just killing any possible unheard Twitch bag I'm not in the killing future. this, man. Man, we don't need Twitch. We all good over here. We all good. Give us the bag, Mixer. Unless I think they might have shut that down. So I might be. <laughs> Give us the bag, Pandora. They could just ask it for random. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I think we've talked about before whether, or maybe not us, but it's been like a discourse of like whether or not rappers can retire. And a lot of that kind of came down to whether or not they have backup plans, like to where they'll be set. If they do, quote unquote, retire, um, so like, do you? Wait, wait, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? When you say retire, like, can retire as in, like, they can retire and will respect it, or they can retire and like sustain themselves after retirement? Like, what are you asking? Like, do we think that, like, if Jay Z retire right now, I I, I would respect it Jay-Z's because he's a businessman, or I respect it because he's give us he's given us like all those. He has classes, retired so like, multiple right, times. Time. No, but I'm saying, like, for instance, is, is that how you're framing the no, question? No, I'm just saying, like, I know, like, logic, it appears that he has a backup plan. So, like, do we think this is, like, I guess, are we going to call this the first, like, valid 
hip-hop retirement because i feel like we've heard rappers say they're going to retire a lot but then like two months later they're still touring in germany or something because they need the touring money from a random october fest festival or some shit like that so i'm just wondering like has logic cracked the code and been is he like the first truly retired rapper you know where like he can really just shut the shit down completely and focus on whatever twitch has to offer since he has a bag waiting for him there i don't think and do we think so you don't count re- you don't count retirement as in like going like on a fucking long hiatus and then just releasing music again. no like kind of like jay-z with 444 no like i'm talking about a full-on retirement like you're like like never dropping music ever yeah again. like you're done with music you're walking away oh i guess maybe possibly the first because the first few people that came to mind was maybe like like M, but he ain't like really retired because he, he decided. I think to leave Wayne was supposed to be the first, but clearly he was it fucked over in his contract with Birdman to where he didn't have his money straight. Because um, I don't think Wayne wanted, to, I don't even think Wayne really wanted to drop a Carter Five, or maybe not at this point. But as not far at as this retiring point, goes, I mean, Joe Budden, has, Joe Budden has successfully retired. I think he's the level of oh, a rapper true. that could do it. Like, is that you have to be like, have a really niche fan base and then you retire. I don't think an artist as big as Logic or as big as like Eminem or Drake or Wayne, like any other other, other artists you guys named, I don't think they can retire because like they're always going to have like a nagging fan base or they're going to have like some young nigga that wants them on the track. Like even like Will Smith retired for like 30 years and then randomly started rapping again. Like I don't think any super big person can ever retire from rap. Just based off of demand or based off of their love for the craft? I think also Jay-Z could Both. retire because Joe Budden was like a fucking almost one-hit wonder. Because remember, he did come out to fucking diss Drake like four or five five years ago. I don't think he was retired at that or time. Or long ago that was. Nah, because he dropped an album in 2016. And that was his last album, Rage Against the Machine. Um, Right around the time when he was doing all the Drake shit. But um, yeah, I was just curious. What I, I think it's interesting, that whole retirement thing because it's definitely to like dudes like uzi are definitely not going to be rapping until they're 36 you feel me like i don't think you i don't think they will be but how you know though future's done it i guess you're right but drake drake is gonna do it like and and to be honest like it seems as though for me it feels like drake has kind of grown out of his current sound if that makes sense in a way. I don't really want to hear like, Drake he do anything different, though. For, I'm confused. He feels kind of old for some of the topics and some of the like the music that he does. Is, is that just me, or is that weird? But you were also just asking that he stays with his consistent <laughs> sound. like. No, I'm saying like he can change up the topics, but I, I was more so talking about... like We're going to go back to the infamous, but he's, he's picking shawties up off fence. <laughs> like, if, if Jay-Z said that, it would be just barely more witter. Like... But that's just me. I don't think musicians in general can retire. Like it doesn't make sense for them. If you like, if you made it this far, you obviously have love for your craft. So the love isn't going to suddenly fade away. And then like, the only thing that really stops them is fans not listening anymore. Like we play Smoke Perp to start. He's about to be forcing a retirement. Like he sold five thousand <laughs> units, sold like four thousand album before. So he's like being forced into retirement. But I don't think you can actually retire. Like it doesn't make sense to retire. If you actually love why, music, why why not? Would you stop making music? Um, at a certain age, if I didn't want to do it, like Kanye kind of spoke. I mean, not to jump topics, but he spoke years ago saying that 
he wanted to get his Yeezy shit, like, that's why he was so passionate about his fashion shit. Um, he said, quote, I don't want to have to be performing gold digger when I'm 50 years old. So, yeah, like, I, I think s- there is motivation to retire because, like, if you're not having money come in. But you're still going to make music. You just don't want to That's have what I'm to saying. Go I out see it as a different. It's not you to wanting to do, like, tours or, like, what Wayne is doing, having to make club performances. But you can still make music just for the love of it and still put it out. Like, I don't see anybody ever retiring from that if they're, like, a true artist. So, yes. If your music is owned and controlled by you, which I think will happen more in the future, independent, I think you will get more lax, quote unquote, retirements with just artists dropping things every once in a while. But like, it's kind of all in or all out otherwise, you know, because if you're putting an album out, the label is going to make sure that you do the press run, that you do the tour, that you do the videos. And like Rihanna, I think another example, I can understand right now why she would never want to drop music again. Like, maybe maybe drop music again, but all the intangibles that come with dropping music again. Like, she's worth, like, four... Like, the roll She's worth, like, 400 million. Like, nobody's telling Rihanna what time she needs to appear on The Breakfast Club. Like, <laughs> I, 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 comp- I kind of understand why rappers would want to retire, or just artists in general, especially somebody like Rihanna that's been such a star and, and put through that limelight. Um, but I think you're right. I think smaller artists that weren't really big in the spotlight in, in, in the first place um will probably continue to drop music persistently throughout their life um regardless of promos and tours and shit like that kind of like what we're seeing right now with quarantine i guess good talks good talks unheard artists i'm going first I'm not even gonna be a chance to say no you don't have anybody um, i'm playing rain shower off gucci man's forgotten Mixtape, he drops 30 a year. Um, this is Rain Shower, Gucci Man featuring Young Thug. Rain Shower, Rain Shower. My bitch got more jewelry than your partners. My bitch got Rolex, about a thousand. My bitch got APs, no apologies. Ran up a million dollars, then I iced out her. I turned her off in powers, then I caught her spurs. Yeah, her neck on Eiffel Tower, then she biting, yes, sir. Yeah, I fuck around and put diamonds on her goddamn purse. Yeah, plain Jane, AP, fuck me, baby. Speaking of young thugs, not missing no features. You guys watch that wave radio? Were you there with me? I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't. We know you're. <laughs> the number one Cactus Jack ambassador. You were at you were front row Fucking at the Fortnite fanboy. Front, front row, row at the Fortnite Apple concert. Music. First nigga in the stream. You were the first to stream Astro World. You actually hit play first. I was. I did. And then you were in, then you were in the comments commenting first comment. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, I did hear some of those snippets from the Travis Apple Music Radio, um, Chase B. Whatever, whatever that thing is, dot wave radio. Um, yeah, respect it. There was a few really good snippets. I ain't Nav had a hard um snippet with Wheezy Production. I'm not even gonna get into it. Don't wanna get Chance riled up. I was um, about to say, as Chance's man's. <laughs> we heard a uh, um Thug and Travis White T. It was pretty hard. Sound like Thug watched them, but they only played like a minute. It felt like they knew Thug was watching Travis, so they just stopped it. Um, Big Sean <laughs> Of course Apparently Big Sean's album is coming soon They previewed two Big Sean singles You guys Don't you guys both hate Big Sean? Um, I don't hate Big Sean I feel like every time I, I say Big him. Sean on this podcast One of y'all You hate him Vance Yes Big Sean It's Vance 
I don't hate Big Sean. I just think he's kind of corny. But I feel like I can Dark pull Sky up a Paradise clip of you saying I hate Big Sean. Too. Dark Sky Paradise is, is, is amazing. But continue. Um yeah, Big Sean continue apparently has an inform. album coming. He has um he previewed two singles, um Zen and Lithuania, both with Travis Scott. No, um Lithuania was with Travis Scott. I think Zen was solo and Travis was doing like background vocals. Yeah. Um and I think that was about it. Those are like the main nah, Oh, I'm and not... Vance's guy, Don Tolliver, has a quarantine project go. coming out called Escapism. Apparently it's supposed to like bring light to these dark times. It's him and Chase B. Sounded pretty hard, the one single. Um the single's coming out, Damn. Cafeteria is dropping f- Friday. Featuring my other man's Gunna. Gunna wanna. It was a pretty this hard song. Fire. Not lie. I love it. Um do we think this is do we think this is just like Travis label stuff, or do we think that this is also in preparation for um, a Travis project? I think it's kind of just more Cactus Jack shit, which I'm happy to see because I feel yeah, like he same. puts no effort into Cactus Jack. But <laughs> I feel like there's no like there's no pressure for Travis to drop another album because the Scott just come in what imminently at this point. I don't. I don't no even know. No I mean, I we haven't even heard anything about that since they announced. It. Actually, this was my theory. I'm actually. I'm glad you guys said that. Um, like, have you guys noticed that aside from posthumous albums, we haven't gotten a real album from like a big name artist since probably like Lil Yachty and that flop. Like, what was the last big album you can think of? Future. Uh, uh, like, oh, other than a posthumous. Yeah, than other than posthumous album? or an EP or a throwaway. Yeah. What's the last big album you can think of? Future's really well, future. I feel like artists have purposely not been dropping. Future and Gunna have um, really been the only artists. The posthumous album. They've been the only artists uh, since quarantine to really drop Future. Future. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting. That it feels like everybody's just throwing out these quarantine throwaways. No disrespect to Don Tyler. I don't know how good it's about to be, but I feel like everybody's just throwing out quarantine throwaways because even in Dot Wave Radio, Don Tyler said like working on his second album. We like really want this to be special for you guys, but for now. Escapism is gonna is gonna hold you over. It sounds like nobody wants to throw out their actual projects during this time because they know they probably can't tour or whatever. So you're just getting like, yeah, nothing. you don't want your song to pick up momentum and then like there's nothing you can do about it, other than maybe like sell some fucking merch. But, but shit is interesting because like, the shit has to drop eventually, and exactly. like they can't just wait for a COVID vaccine. Like, <laughs> that's not the industry is not. I mean that brings up the point to this like. Uh, do you think these these albums that niggas are sitting on are they gonna sound outdated in two years? Because we two know, years, then I should know these for two years. Half. They're about to drop. My and, prediction and is they're, half, about, to they're about to drop fall, now. Fall time, we're just gonna be flooded with music in fall. I think we're gonna get a cra- the craziest fourth quarter that we've gotten in a while. But I don't know though. But I don't know not gonna be able to, to get the tour, to though. get the chances point. Fuck the tour, but just like people who make music for outside, like summer anthems, like. If that shit drops in December, I just don't know if it's going to hit. And then by next spring, you're already eight months behind, nine months behind. Probably have something else loaded in the tuck. So, I mean, that's the interesting part about um, DJ Khaled starting his whole album rollout, like saying he's about to take over the summer. Like, it'll be interesting to see what his album does. Like, everybody knows what type of music Khaled makes. He makes, he gets like the mid throwaways from artists, turns them into like summer anthems. So it would be interesting to see what he sells. <laughs> like last year, yeah, it was last year. He like got mad at Tyler because his album was selling like shit because his album was trash. But now this year, if he drops a trash album and it's summer, like we can see Khaled do terrible numbers and that could probably scare off even more big name artists. 
because a lot of artists use Khaled as like a gauge of their own like, okay, is this okay to drop? Is this okay to drop? So it's interesting. Why do you think Khaled though? Why Khaled? Why do you use him as the gauge? Because like an, a lot of artists send them like their worst stuff. And if like your worst stuff pops off with Khaled, then you know that your album's going to pop off. It's like just like a natural like see where your floor is at kind of. That's interesting. Um, what else came out? Pop Smoke Deluxe. Did y'all hear it? I heard half of it. I like it. It. I like it because it sounds like what I imagine Pop Smoke's debut album to sound like. Exactly. Yeah. I don't really have anything more to say other than that. Love the five year form features. Love the shout out to uh his bitch uh Pop Smoke's bitch in Baltimore. I, was, I love Dior. <laughs> no lie, when I heard that song, I was like, damn, Vance probably going hard on this one. But <laughs> <laughs> that John's, It's a hard record, too. So I'm yeah, like, let's a, go. It was a standout. Like, like <laughs> we, really got, we really got a shout. I'm just trying to figure out who in the city was fucking Pop Smoke, because that's just really <laughs> funny to think about. Like, what shorty here is messing with Pop Smoke or was messing with Pop Smoke? Um, but yeah, that shit was nice. Like like you said, I think it was, uh, I think it was the, like, the album that a lot of people wanted to hear um from pop smoke and it's just a clear contrast from like the trap quavo songs like such a clear contrast so i'm satisfied i think it's um i think it's really really solid body of work i think it was projected to sell like 180k yeah um, i think it was like 150 150k 150k um this week so that's solid i'm happy to hear that Look at um, us avoiding the elephants in the room. We got two major stories in Meg the Stallion, the hottest female rapper getting shot, and Kanye West, and we just haven't even talked about him yet. <laughs> All right, well, now let's get into Megan, man. What the fuck is going on with that? So, give a breakdown man, first. Apparently, I feel like everybody knows the situation. Apparently, Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yeah. Quickly, Megan the Stallion was hanging out with Kylie Jenner, and fucking. Uh, Tory Lanez poolside and having <laughs> cocktails. Um, and then I guess they left. They left the scene and Tory and Megan were in the car and a and a shot went off, according to Megan Thee Stallion, striking her. <laughs> the verbiage this man school. is using. <laughs> and Tory Lanez is, is currently he's currently in police custody um, on gun charges and it's alleged that he was the actual shooter. So, first of all, do you think this was on purpose? Or if this is, in fact, true, do you think this was on purpose or an accident? Tory shooting, man. I hope it was on accident. But based on um, Meg's public statements, it doesn't sound like it was on accident. Like, if it was an accident, it would be very easy to clear up this whole situation. She can say, like, Tory did not shoot me or there was no intent. But she said, like, somebody tried to shoot me. So, it sounds like, Tory, it was on purpose, but... Can you elaborate on May's response, Taj? Like, what was her response? Well, first, um, she kept, Twitter she was kept basically, quiet. That was yeah. the first thing. She was quiet, and that said basically everything that you needed to know. But then Twitter, like, did what Twitter does, and they made a bunch of shitty jokes. And then she came out and said, um, I was like, uh, I don't know exactly what she said, and I don't want to, like, do it disjustice, disservice. But a summary was, she was like, I, as a black woman, like, we get attacked a lot. And this was, like, a traumatic experience for me. Somebody tried to cause harm in me and I am traumatized and hurt. That was basically like the summary of what she said. And in nowhere in that did she shoot Tori any bell. I feel like that tells you all you need to know about um Tori's role 
in this she whole She said she situation. was the victim of a crime, I think. I think that was so her. So you think Tori was trying to get some coochie and maybe she denied well, it? Well, first, I think so he got I think they're together, uh, either officially or unofficially. No way, I think bro. they're in industry no together. No how, is there, how is there no... Tori, like, five foot three. How is there no, how is there no way when they've been, they've, been around, they've been around each other in quarantine for the last three weeks, regardless? Whether they're officially together or unofficially together, I think... I, I think you, you combine bro. alcohol, ego, and weapons, and like shit like this happens. I think Megan was trying to leave things. I think that's what they said it was over. Megan was trying to leave the party or leave a party, and Tori wasn't really rocking with it, and some shit happened. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have no clue what happens. I feel like Tory Lanez would know that like he can't shoot Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Um, that should be like a common thought. Like, like you can't shoot thought. anybody, and then you can also can't shoot like the most popping female in rap right now. So like, I don't really know what was going through Tori's mind. Uh, I hope the situation gets resolved. Um, yeah, shit was it's a very weird story. Um, I see people killing. Yeah, I don't the know, like killing Kylie. They saying that she has a curse. You can't be around her like Travis I don't even know what they're saying happened to Travis <laughs> like maybe he lost his quality of music or some shit but they said Lamar Odom went on crack everything just goes bad once you go around uh once you go around the Jenner's Kardashians speaking of our our boy what a segue <laughs> wait, wait 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 so what happens to Tori though like he's Tory's in jail done. nigga if he, if he shot so... her Tori's done like not I, even jail wise, I, his career is done. If he shot her, do y'all think he? Do you think he goes to jail? I would hope so. Um, if justice is served. I don't know if Megan's gonna press charges. I think they're both on it, it on Atlantic, which would really be some sick <laughs> label shit. But uh, that's what I was oh, wait, saying. No, Tori's, on, Tori's on Interscope. Tori's on Interscope. But um, I wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised if things if he doesn't go to jail. Um, I don't know how the pressing charges thing really works. Um, Meg hasn't on said the, anything against them, but apparently there's a video. So if that comes out, oh I feel no, like it's where would the video be? Out I don't of- know. In the TMZ report, they said there's a video that hasn't surfaced to police yet, which means I mean there was two people in the car, Meg and her friend. Meg seems like she's not talking, so it's kind of you can guess that the friend has the video probably. But damn, that's it. Well, I don't. The, the thing is, I don't know. Even if Tory did this shit, I don't know if like. I feel like he has a weird. He was doing so. I feel good, like he has though. a weird fan base to where this might be the antics that like he needed in his career, in order for people to like even. Tory didn't need shit. He just he's coming off quarantine radio. Mm, but he hasn't um, really had any antics. Wait, like, so you think Tory? You think Tory could survive this if he actually did do the alleged? Yeah, like I think the people that listen to Tory Lane's music don't give a fuck. I don't think so. To be so. completely honest, I think there's a weird overlap between Meg fans and Tory fans. Because I of kind of, of agree, but I also kind of don't. In addition, I think I think honestly, Meg is such is so like, in my opinion, exactly. beloved in the industry. Like I haven't really heard anybody talk bad about Meg. If she really, if she declares that she's not fucking with Tory or that Tory did some malicious shit, like that's gonna cut Tory off from like a lot of people. And well, it depends. That's what I'm saying. It's, I'm not saying I, he needs it, but well, of course, of I feel like course, he does. Of he, course, he's gonna at some if point. If Megan says at some point he's gonna lose relevancy of like the of whole course. industry. If, just Meg, like if Megan says he did foul shit, clearly he's gonna be done. If Megan like 
completely trashes him. But I'm telling you, if the if the case kind of just goes through and like we don't really hear too much more about it, and we hear that he was the shooter, but we don't really know the terms around. Like if there's still uncertainty in the air, I don't think Tory really gets hurt by this too much, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's one hell of an. I mean, we just so. oh brother, uh, we just watched. Uh, had to get it 69 in. come home from snitching and have argue i mean according to him the biggest numbers on billboard ever but it don't matter because now ain't nobody fucking with him the numbers went and they, they came and they went but that's my point that's and my that's my point is that the six nine was far more polarizing and much more of it doesn't matter you see my personality point. and more popular if, if, if he so. if he can have a platform for snitching then anything can happen like <laughs> that's anything true. That's at least how I feel. I'm not gonna count Tori out if if six nine came back, but <laughs> I'm counting um, him out completely. But not you shooting a chick though, man. That's just not a good look for Tori. Yeah, nah. If Hope if it came it. out that it was on some just negligent shit, then he's definitely he's definitely toast. I mean, at least Meg okay. So yeah, prayers up. That's a positive for sure. Um, and fucking the Kardashians, man. I don't know. Like like you said, I don't know what's going on. Like, Kylie ain't said shit. She just posted a fucking posted, video. Of <laughs> she posted a foot picture, fucking, which was like, whatever. The, are you like subbing Meg or are you like just that oblivious <laughs> to post she a foot picture? Post, <laughs> she, she did post a foot pic. Um, yeah, the Kardashians are catching some smoke for not protecting their uh, family member. The... Um, According the to new, the West. new matriarch of the Easy. family. Uh, I guess he's not the matriarch. He's the patriarch of the family. Kanye West, Kanye West. Um, I don't we know. Really I have to talk, we don't here, really have to talk about. Here's the looming question. Here's the looming right, question. Chance here we to talk about the other stuff. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the controversy, yo. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't think there's any controversy. Of course, from the outside, from the outside looking in, there's there's a lot of controversy from the outside looking in because of course no individual knows. What's going on in another person's household, mind, whatever the fuck, maybe. Boom, the end. Is Kanye is is Kanye really off his meds, and like and like, this is kind of just out of whack, and there's nothing he can really do, right? It's just a a product of I guess his his, his disorder, or is this part of a rollout? I think that the, those two both? things are yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, I think it's a combination of both. Um, and I think, I mean, I think it's just like ego, mental illness, and musical prowess, like, combined together. And you get a Kanye album cycle uh, every couple years. Um, I'm not going to go out and say that this is all rollout. Um, I'm, not so, I'm, not, I'm also not going to go out and say that he, he hasn't been making public appearances to help with the promotion of his album. Um, I mean, regardless, I think whoever is around him shouldn't even be letting him promote this way in the first place or whatever. It's just a nasty rollout. Precisely, precisely. I think I want to say, like, I think it's understated. People just are so quick to blame the Kardashians or anybody and be like, oh, the people around him clearly don't care. I don't think people realize how hard it is to deal with somebody dealing somebody that has a, a, a manic disorder um in the first place and then once you add five billion dollars to that person's net worth and give them a catalog of music like kanye west it's not going to be too easy to just control them quote unquote 
and get them to calm down or take their meds when their ego is going to be way higher than an average person. Um, so, like, I, I don't really know. I just hope the people truly closest to him. I saw a video of Dave Chappelle flying out to Wyoming um, to check up on him. I just hope those who are truly close to him and actually do have influence on him um, are there, are around him and stuff, looking out. I've been saying this that this wasn't a rollout as soon as he announced um, he was running for president this year. I thought it stopped being a rollout as soon as that happened. I thought it was a rollout when he posted all the pictures with his kids. I thought it was a rollout when he posted the pitch with Elon Musk. I thought it was a rollout when there was a random video of him playing like Mario with Kid Cudi. Like all that screamed like, okay, this is Kanye rollout. Then it was like the president stuff, then the anti-abortion stuff. It was all just like, but okay, but listen, now he's listen, on a whole different Here's level. why that's hard to believe. But he's though. done the president shit before, to be fair. He's, but, listen, but listen to he this, He announced in 2016 before Pablo. He's been religiously referencing the fact that he has a new project coming out, a new album, showing, like, aesthetics of, of the new album. No, he hasn't. He's been doing that throughout this entire process, right? So if he was really focused on the presidency, then why the fuck are you thinking about an album, Kanye? If you are serious about becoming the president, which it seems as though he is, but in my opinion, it, it kind of seemed like bullshit, right? Because it's not, if it's you're not a part of the rollout. It's a part of a presidency. manic episode. It's not something that's planned. It's something that... But here's the thing, though. It, I find it hard to believe that an artist as big and as affluent as Kanye with all the connections and friends and and smart people that he has around him, I find it very hard to believe that they would allow him to jeopardize his, his career. Exactly like, what but he's not. He's, like, there's, he's Kanye there's, West. Who's going to tell him, bro, stop talking? Like, who's one, do that? Yeah, I was about to say one... But somebody has to arrange these rallies and book the venues. And, okay, that's people doing and that. Guess what? Said, and they're right? receiving and they're receiving paychecks for it. And they're exactly. not gonna stop and they're not gonna tell they're not gonna like deny a paycheck ever. That's never gonna happen. Um there's too many yes men. Like we, it's the same conversation we had with Virgil with that pop smoke cover. Like how could anybody allow that cover to come out? Same exact reason nobody stopped Kanye from getting on that stage. It's because these niggas have nothing but yes men in their circle. And then on top of that, it's like Kanye, they say this every single time. Kanye's je- ruining his career. Kanye's ruining his career. He's jeopardizing his career. And the album sells and the Yeezy sell. So it's not like there's been some, I mean, uh, clearly, I mean, I don't know if that's what he values in terms of uh, public opinion, but if his numbers aren't down, there's not too many arguments you can bring to him to stop acting this way. If it, You feel me? I mean, his net worth has gone up billions in the last year or two. I don't know how you tell somebody like that, like, chill out or do this differently. That's a fair point. Okay, done it's with Kanye talk. A, oh, wait, yeah. Vance had another interesting point? No, nothing. It's All just right. it's just a weird case. It's a weird case because he just has so well, much Taj, money. You, you barely... You barely spoke on it. You don't think it's a rollout. You think it's really just I think a, it's a manic episode. You think it's just purely an episode. It's a, yeah, it's a manic episode. Kanye said before that he doesn't like his meds, how they affect him creatively. I think he probably stopped taking his meds to like really hone in on the finishing parts of the album. And throughout that, it happened to coincide with his rollout for the album. And now people can't separate the two. And we have what we have. But yeah, that's the end of the Kanye talk. Um, press for Kanye, press for Meg. Who wants to go next on her... Uh, I'll go. We got I'll, um, I'm gonna play something off the Pop Smoke Deluxe. Um, let me see. I like that that first record that was on there. 
I'ma play Hotel Lobby. Um, hotel Lobby by Pops. I was chilling in my hotel lobby. When I got a call, that niggas trying to find me. I don't really wanna catch a body. But I got a feeling niggas trying to love me. I was chilling in my hotel lobby. When I got a call, that niggas trying to find me. I don't really wanna catch a body. But I got a feeling niggas trying to love me. If I can't. Quality control over. Yeah, they're suing. I guess the label hoarding money. Um, they uh they filed a lawsuit against their longtime lawyer Damien Granderson on claims that he quote abused his position of trust as Migos uh, fiduciary from the moment he was retained as Migos lawyer, um, as well as cheating Migos out of millions and a quote glaring conflicts of interest. Granderson also represents Migos label quality control music. Um so I mean I think on top of anything I think this shows that like with the Megan the Stallion situation earlier that we talked about weeks ago on the pod um nobody's above doing naive or stupid shit in the industry like even Migos Nobody told them that they probably shouldn't have a lawyer that represents them and their boss, you know? Like, if you're looking to get paid from your boss and get rightful money from your boss, you probably don't want your lawyer also working for your boss. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in this situation because labels usually have a really, really tight lock on making sure they can't lose money in court. Um, and they have legal teams built up for that. Um, so I don't know. I just, I think it's super relevant to that Meg, that Meg story. Cause so many people were just saying like, get a lawyer. If Meg just got a lawyer, um, like her contract wouldn't have been fucked. But like a lot of the times with the lawyers that they throw at you, the labels throw at you are also working for them, you know? So just getting a lawyer is clearly not enough. Um, I hope this this situation gets resolved too because QC and Migos were kind of the building blocks of this new era of hip-hop, I would say. Um, and now you have stars like Lil Baby, um, even the late um, Lil Marlo, rest in peace. Um, but I think it's I think it's an interesting story. Just I don't think it's about to end in the Migos' um, favor. Uh, P, the, like, one of the co- CEOs of QC said everything is negotiable, but like negotiations are clearly on his side. He has the hottest artists in the world under his label right now, still selling the most albums of anybody. Meanwhile, Migos has been on like a downtrend since since they had culture. Like everything since then has been a downtrend. All those solo albums didn't really make that much of a stamp. So I don't think they're going to get what they want. Just because QC can actually like bleed it out in court longer. And I just don't see it turn into a good situation for them. Um, yeah, I mean they said that yeah, I think they said that they can walk away if they want to at any time. Um, and negotiate a price to buy them out. So I think you're right, I think that's what's gonna happen. I don't think this is gonna really go to court because 
the labels are just layered up. I mean, sorry, lawyered up um, to where it's they're pretty much going to be impenetrable, especially from artists. Like, the artists are never the ones that are going to have priority in these cases. Like, if the, your lawyer is working for the label and working for you, the label makes a lot more money for you than your artist does. So clearly, the lawyer is going to side and, and negotiate with the label in its um as its top priority rather than the artist so i don't know i think um i mean they're gonna be straight regardless saweetie's doing all right with her (laughs) remixes and i think cardi b's getting a renegotiate renegotiated contract with atlantic so i don't know but poor amigos artists yeah anybody listening watch out don't just go with the first lawyer that the label gives you because they're also working for the label, and they definitely don't have your best interests at mind. I don't know why you bringing up Saweetie and Cardi B made me think of um, August's Entanglement song. I just want to ask you guys, like, what would you do if, like, you and your girl were on a break, she obviously messed with someone else, and then a nigga makes a song about messing with you? <laughs> what would you do, basically, if you were in Will Smith's situation? Cause that's I wrote an actually article why like, you take said, a break like, and then a, a nigga drops a song about your girl through the break and now you are back with said girl. I said Will Smith kind of has mm. to shoot, dude, but that was just me being toxic male. But maybe you guys have more. I don't know. I, I knew Will Smith. I knew Will Smith lost once he took her back off the street. Though, and we gonna sound like we we hating women. We love women. I'm glad Jada got her entangled. I didn't say. Oh, well, don't say we. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything that sounded like I hate women. It's kind of disrespectful <laughs> that she gonna get with the nigga that was basically Will looked at as a son. Like, yeah, that was Jaden. That was like, Jaden's man. Like, this is like some step porn shit. Right. Like for real, <laughs> for real. And I just, it just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Look, look, and then they on the show calling the nigga. Oh, they got a nickname. They for were him. laughing. They, they were laughing at that. that nigga, bro. <laughs> Laughing at it, bro. So I'm I'm glad they found their peace. It's none of our business. Uh, you I, know? Think there's, I think there's I think there's too rich. If, they, if he's at peace with it, cool. But I don't know. I'll be pretty heated if, if my if if a nigga I took into my. I'm gonna just read some of the lyrics. Fuck my girl. That like, whole situation. That's just me. Nigga said. So wait, wait. Just, so this is the new. Wait, is this the new? This is a new August Alcina entanglement record. Entanglement with Rick Ross for no reason. Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. I don't know Rick why is Rick, why is, is he entangled with Ross too. <laughs> No clue what Rick Ross has to do with it. Ross saw a bag. But some of the um August lyrics, some of the August lyrics, bro said, you just want a nigga that's going to break your back. He said. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wait, wait. Come on. Come on. Finish. Finish. He said, Pause. Girl, you fucking with a youngin. I be doing shit you like. Don't do talking when I see you. All you hear is love sounds going round for round. You want a nigga that's going to take you down. Yo. He said, I'm going to pull up when he dip. He been Will Smith. He said. Girl, I know I fucked up your hair, lay you down and hit it right there. And then the whole hook of it was basically the only entanglement is when we're entangled in these sheets was the hook of the song. So I ask again, like, at what point do you shoot August Alcina? Like, no matter how rich you are, how wealthy, something. something August Alcina is about to be flipping signs. I think you got to be mad at yourself, Will. I think you just got (laughs) to charge it to the game, bro, because it's not really August's fault. It's kind of no, no, no. It's in. I don't know who. No, it's entirely August's fault, and I'll tell you why. The face that Will Smith had up there was like, "Why aren't your hoes in check?" Because mine are. (laughs) We know Will has entanglements. We don't need to bring up the Margot Robbie pictures. 
We don't need to bring up the other pictures, but Will has entanglements. Eva Mendes. He has entanglements, bro. He he might have a, a, a top five all time roster. Which is fine if that's what they want to do, cool. But but, but you're right, Vance. You're right. Like why? I think Jada I think like, Jada keep didn't keep her hose under wrap. And I think that's what Will was mad at. Like now our business is everybody's business. Like everybody's business. Because you decided to fuck with a groupie. I'm sorry if I'm gonna seem like a, a gaslighter or or whatever the Twitter term of the week is, but I'm not I'm not <laughs> siding with August as seeing him as a victim of abuse. Like he was a groupie looking to crave attention. He caught feelings. She clearly didn't reciprocate those feelings, and he got upset and he made some songs and decided to air it out to the world, which I think is just the corniest shit of all time. Um, all for a rollout. All for a rollout. All for all for the numbers. Do we know how his album sold? I'm gonna look at it all. Up. I don't think it even it charted. It didn't sell well. I've heard no updates on his <laughs> meaning it did not chart. I searched up August first week numbers and it showed me the temperature. <laughs> um, his project <laughs> was it called? Oh wait, no, it wasn't called Testimony. It was. Oh, okay. He's projected to do right uh, under eight nineteen thousand. So. Wow, that's as bad as the um. Yeah, Thug and Chris Brown project first week. Yeah, that's actually really bad considering that joint had like what fifty songs, twenty eight songs. Yeah, um, it's nasty. I don't really have any more to say on this shit. I just I need yeah. August to go away. I think I think August I think he's gonna disappear. <laughs> I think Will Smith is gonna be <laughs> responsible for his disappearance from from music. At the end of the day. I think I think Will just kind of I think if anybody takes the L, it's Will. But just off just off the of strength of how he looks, regardless of how the situation is, he just looks like a simp right now. Right, exactly. But um, yeah, fuck it. Will's bank account isn't taking an L though. I will tell you that. No else. <laughs> All right, last review of the episode. We got um Joey Badass drop the light pack three songs. Finally, fuck. Chance, go ahead. Get it. You seem antsy about the subject. All it is just to say it was Man. cool. <laughs> My fucking guy, Joey Badass. Three tracks. Missed him. We got we got some shit from him on that Pro Era tape, but outside of that, he has been mostly MIA. So I'm happy to hear some more music from him. And I was I was very satisfied. We got some like woke shit. Uh to be to be expected from Joey Badass, but it was very like um, I would say therapeutic and and kind of like uh, uplifting in these times. Like he was talking a lot about just loving yourself and just being comfortable and shit. So I fuck with it, man. Three great tracks, they flow really well, and I'm just looking forward to when this band gonna drop a project. So nothing but praise from me. Yeah, I liked it all. It was all like what you expect from Joey lyrically. Sonically, it was kind of. It wasn't anything crazy. Like there was no crazy beats. It was all really chill. It felt like a prelude, like to the actual album. So I'm not gonna kill it, like how it sounded. But the lyrics were all top tier. Pretty good light pack. Um, I fuck with it. I like that Shine record a lot. It was like real Sunday vibes, you know, like wake up, clean the house. Shit was real uplifting. Um, but yeah, did he say there's a there's supposed to be a project soon or something? Um, on the first track, he, he basically not, gave but... a bunch of warnings, like hinting at the actual track, like saying he's how he's, go he's going to win him a Grammy, he's going to make him like undisputed top five, he's going to exterminate mumble rap. 
But he didn't actually that's like corny. say when that was that was corny. Funny. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was a cool pack. I mean, I don't know what to do with three songs, but it's cool. You enjoyed them. <laughs> we got J Cole. Get ready for the get ready for Jermaine the album. Cole dropping two songs. J Cole on for tomorrow. Two singles tomorrow. I won't. I, I won't be enjoying those. Just a Dreamville hater. Man, for I'm no looking reason. forward to him. I'm looking forward to him, man. Let's go. He 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 has an album dropping soon, right? The fall off. Yep. How soon you think that's coming? Uh, fall. I think my guess September. I think I think very soon. Yeah. I think it's coming around election time. Remember we went to the, um Dan Vegas and he was performing and the fall hall yeah. had like this like election theme type. That's what that's so, what I think is the most interesting part of it. It's a little insider information on unheard. <laughs> Some shit you can't get nowhere else. The album is probably coming around election time. So, Dreamville yeah. chance. I need you to clip this snippet for when I get it right, and we can insert it back into. You're the talking episode. to our. You're talking <laughs> to our non-existent intern. <laughs> talking to the editor. Editor in chief. When, when, when would I even like re-say this? Like, you just want me to clap for you or something? <laughs> what would I do with this clip? When I'm right. Or you just post the, album, post the three second know. clip. That's it. Of Chance saying this album was coming at election time. Like, what is this gonna do? <laughs> no, when election time comes and we talk about the album and the album just dropped around election time, I want you to just insert this very smoothly into the episode so that everybody knew I was right. Just like Vance admitted that I was right about the Snow Allegra single last week, but we're not gonna comment on that. Just like I was right about Brent. Just like I'm finna be right about NBA Youngboy, but. I reserve I reserve my comments. This man took a week of solace. This man took a week of solace. (laughs) Took a week of solace and decided to become a prophet. Like a guru. (laughs) Alright, we got anything else? Upcoming? Um upcoming music. We got one a deluxe album. Um I'm excited. There was some shit in that Gunna documentary. Like, you know, remember that little documentary video he dropped? There were some beats and songs in there. Um that didn't make the album, so I think I, I'm hoping they're gonna be on the deluxe. Uh, what else? Pusha, Pusha T and Madlib announced a collab album that they have in the works. No date or anything, but that's that. I don't think Chance cares for Pusha T music at all. Uh, I fuck with Push. I'm a fan of Madlib production. He's one of my in my top five producers, so I'm looking forward to it. And Drake and Drugs, Pusha T. I think that's and Matt Lil. I think that's all. I think that's all in terms of new music. Um, Last words. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Really thinking about these last words. It felt like we breezed through that shit. It felt like we just went on a damn speed run. Like we we were in the podcast combine or some shit. Like we just did a shuttle run. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> That was a good rep, but um, thank you. This is this is our Jordan episode. That's probably why we went so hard. It got it became personal. Um, our Jordan episode, unheard twenty three. Stream the shit. Keep rocking with us. I promise we got some new shit coming soon. I know I sound like every artist or content creator ever, but please, please stay with us. I promise you'll get some exciting shit soon. We got giveaways, merch, video content, vlogs, everything. Stay tuned. Facts. If you made it this far, fuck with a nigga. You know, share. Share, show some love. Follow us on the medias. You feel me? 
Instagram, Twitter. But uh, if we don't have nothing else to say, I just want to introduce my unheard artist. One of my new favorite artists. I think I'm fucking with Heavy. Lucky. <laughs> you feel me? I've been really fucking with that EP. He dropped almost there. He dropped that shit this year. I've been running that shit back to back like daily. <laughs> One of my favorite songs off there. Pure love, hate, lucky. Let's get it. I'm here forever. Peace. It's real love every time and I meant that. It's real love every time, and I meant that podcast over, dog.